Good evening. Today we'll be studying the second chapter of Hilchot Hagiga. This chapter will deal with those who are exempt from bringing uh, the three korbanot we discussed in the previous chapter. Um, we'll also discuss actually bringing these korbanot and the eating of these korbanot. As a reminder, the three korbanot we discussed in the last chapter, Perik Rishon, uh, the first one was the Olat Re'iyah, second one was the Korban Hagiga. And the third one was the Shalmei Simha. Halakha Aleph. Nashim va'abadim peturim min hari'iyah. Women and non-Jewish servants are exempt from bringing um, the korban re'iyah, the olat re'iyah, which was one of the korbanot, obviously, uh, that a person would bring when they would come to the Beit HaMikdash on what, during one of the three regalim. And all men are obligated in bringing the korban, the olat re'iyah. Aside for a person who is deaf, mute, mentally incapacitated, uh, a minor, someone who is blind, someone who is limp, um, someone who is impure, and someone who is uncircumcised. And so too, people, someone who is elderly, sick, um, or somebody who is very spoiled who will only come up um, to the Beit HaMikdash while riding on an animal not on his own two feet uh, all of these 11 individu- individuals are exempt from the uh, and all other men are obligated in bringing the Korban somebody who is deaf even if he has the ability to speak, even if he is only deaf in one ear, patur min is exempt from the re'iyah. So to someone who is blind in one eye, or he has a limp in only one of his legs, they these people are also these individuals are also exempt. somebody who is mute, even if he can hear, um, he is also exempt. Tumtum v'androginos. A tumtum is somebody who has a layer of skin uh, covering his private parts. And an androginos is somebody who has both male and female organs. Both of these individuals are exempt. isha, As they are questionable, um, it is questionable if these, these, these types of people are female or if they are male. Somebody who is a half avid and half ben hurin, so half uh, servant and half free man. If you're wondering how this can happen, um, the, the Gemara talks about a scenario that there's a servant who is owned by two masters, one of whom freed him, one of whom did not. That makes this, this individual hasi avid hasi ben hurin. Uh, this type of individual is also exempt because of the side of him that is um, that is an avid, that is a servant. And how do we know? And is there is there some sort is there some so- source for um, that teaches us that all of these individuals that we mentioned are exempt from the riyah? The Torah says the following: Yera'e kol zechurecha. 
that every male should appear in the Beit HaMikdash on the Shalosh Regalim. Lehosi et hanashim. This obviously excludes women. And any positive precept that women are, uh, are exempt from, servants are also exempt from that, those precepts as well. And in addition, the Torah also says, The Torah says, when the entire nation of Israel comes, this obviously excludes non-Jewish servants. And the Torah also says that when all of Am Yisrael come to appear, just as they are coming to appear um, before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so too they are coming to see the, the unique glory and majesty of, um, of the house where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, his Shekhinah, dwells. Lehosi, Soma, She'en This obviously excludes someone who cannot see this glory and this grandeur um, because he is blind and cannot see. Even if he is only blind in one eye, um, he is exempt because his sight is not complete and full uh, sight like, uh, like a regular person who can see with his two eyes. Vesham, Ne'emar. And in regards to Viriya, the Torah says, Lema'an, in order for the people to hear. This excludes an individual who does not have complete hearing, either in one ear or in both ears. And the Torah also says, um, in order for them to learn when they come to the Re'iya, when they come to, to the Bet HaMikdash on the Shosh Regalim, so that they will learn. This excludes somebody who cannot speak. Anyone who is obligated to learn is obligated to, to, uh, to teach. Now, as we mentioned in the first halacha of Ilchot Talmud Torah, anybody who is obligated to learn is also obligated to teach. And somebody who cannot speak does not have the ability to teach. Therefore, um, they, they, are, they are exempt both um, from studying Torah, from teaching Torah, and also, um, in our context, from, um, from the Olat Re'iyah. When you ascend and come up to appear before HaKadosh Baruch Hu in His, in his presence, this applies to individuals who can ascend by foot. This excludes somebody who is limp, sick, elderly, and, and just people who are spoiled and lazy and don't want to come up with their in, in the sand by foot. And we also mentioned in that somebody who is tame um, is is not allowed to enter the the Beit Hamikdash. And also somebody who is uncircumcised is also loathsome and has the same status of a tameh who cannot enter the Beit HaMikdash. Halacha bet. Hamekames. Vehu shemmelachto lekabes so'at ha-kelavim vechi yosebahen le'abed ha'orot o lirfu'ah. Somebody who is a mekames, who is a person whose job it is to gather the excrement of dogs and, and other sorts of, of, um, of, of 
of garbage and things that have a bad odor, or individuals whose job is, um, uh, sorry, so the, the mechamets, they would gather the excrement of dogs um, in order to tan leather, and they would also uh, use it for, for medical purposes. So to somebody who mines copper um, and has obviously a, a bad smell um, because of mining, because a person who, who because of the mining of, because of, of the mining of the copper, and somebody who works with leather, even though they carry an odor because of their job and because of their profession, these individuals are obviously um, not um, they're obvious because they're, because just because they they carry an odor and, and because of their profession obviously does not mean that they are not invited and welcome and obligated in bring, in doing the korban in bringing the korban the olat reya rather they should clean their clothes and they should clean themselves and they are obviously included um, with the rest of Am Yisrael when they come um, to bring the olat reya reya um, when on the shalosh regalim halacha gimel. Any child who, ha- who has the ability to hold onto his father's hand and ascend from Yerushalayim to Harabayit, Aviv Hayav Leha'aloto Ulheraot Bo Kedelehanecho His father is obligated to ascend with his son and bring the Olat in order to train him and to educate him. It's his son to do misvot. Shinneimar, as the pasuk says, Yiraek kol zechurecha. The Torah, the, the pasuk says, every male should appear in the Beit Hamikdash. Ve'im hayakatan higer osome ocheresh. And if the the child had a limp or was blind or was or was deaf, afilu be'ahat, even if it was in one of his ears, eno hayav lehanecho. The father does not have the obligation to uh, to educate him. And to bring him up for the olat reiyah, even if the child can be healed in the future, because if um, if this child with his with who who has a limp or was blind or was or was deaf, if he was in this state as an adult, he would be exempt, as we mentioned in halacha aleph. Therefore, this child, the father, does not have the obligation to um, to bring his child with him. When coming to do the olat reiyah, anybody who is obligated um, in the korban reiyah, the olat reiyah, is also obligated in the korban hagiga, which is a korban shelamim. Anybody who is exempt from bringing the olat reiyah, as we mentioned, the olat, the olat reiyah is obviously a korban olat. All of it is burned. The um, the korban hagiga is a shelamim and may be eaten by um, by the so a part portion of it is, is burned on the mizbeach a portion of it is eaten by the kohanim and a portion of it is eaten by the individual who is bringing it. Everyone is obligated in bringing the shalmeh simha. Aside for somebody who is deaf, who cannot hear, um, and mehila, sorry, except for someone who is who is heresh, she'eno shomea velo somebody who um, who is both deaf and mute, 
and somebody who is shoteh, mentally incapacitated, a minor, and someone who is uncircumcised, and someone who is tameh. Heresh shoteh vekatan, mitpeneh she'enam beneh, um, are because they're not legally responsible to fulfill mitzvot, they are all they are all of these all of these individuals are all exempt from all mitzvot in the Torah. Um, in regards to a, an arel and a tameh, someone who's uncircumcised and tameh, um, they are also um, exempt from the shalmeh simcha because they, they don't partake in eating uh, kodashim and they are also not allowed to enter the bit hamikdash as we mentioned in hilchot biat hamikdash and hilchot ma'aseh korbanot. Somebody who is limp or blind on the first day of the uh, of the regel, and was healed on the second day, is exempt from bringing um, the korban, the olat and the korban hagiga on the following days of the regel. So, if he was, if he had a limp and was blind on the first day, um, he's exempt from bringing it on on the rest. He is exempt from bringing the reiya and the hagiga on the rest of the holiday. Um, because because on the day of the, the day he was obligated, which was the first day, he was exempt. As we mentioned in um, Perik Aleph, um, all of the remaining days of the holiday of the Regel are a makeup of the first day, which is when the obligation um, the obligation exists and when the obligation com- comes about for for the for the individual for the person who is coming. Um, to to the to do the um, Aliyah And so to somebody who became Tameh on the eve of the first night of one of the Regalim, even if he became Tahor the next day, he is Patur. However, if an individual became Tameh on the first day after the night passed, uh, this individual is obligated to bring a korban hagiga and the olat on the rest of the days of the regel once he becomes tahor, because when because when he was obligated because he was obligated when the night started and thus could have brought the korban on the eve when his obligation um, when the obligation came about for him. As opposed to somebody who became tameh on the on the evening on the night of the first day of the hag, he 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 didn't he was tameh and he 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 didn't have the ability to bring um, the olat and the korban hagiga, but somebody who is um, who became tameh on the day um, he was already obligated um, and therefore has to bring the korban hagiga and the olat on the other days of the regel once he becomes tahor halacha vav. Somebody who enters the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash during the days of the holiday, of the, the Regal. If, he, if he, he does not, he's not obligated to bring a, an Olat Re'iyah every time he enters the courtyard. 
אינו אלא בעיקר הרגל בלבד, שהוא יום ראשון או תשלומי ראשון. When the Torah says, לא יראו פניי ריקם, when the Torah says an individual cannot come empty-handed to, to be in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Beit HaMikdash, obviously um, this, is only, this, is, this only applies to the main part of the regel, which is the first day, or um, a makeup of the first day whenever an individual brings the Korban. However, if a person comes in and out of the Beit HaMikdash, he does not need to bring um, the Olat Re'iyah every time he comes, he, he comes in and out. However, if a person opted to bring an Olat Re'iyah every time he came in, um, we accept um, the Olat Re'iyah any time. We accept his Korban, the Olat Re'iyah, and whenever he brings it, even if he brings it multiple times a day, um, because there's no limit to how many olat um, re'iya a person can bring. Halacha zayin. He frish eser behemot lahagigato. Somebody who set aside ten animals to bring as a korban hagiga. Bikriv mehen miksatan barishon ufasak. And he brought um, a portion of them, not all ten, um, on the first day, and then he stopped bringing them. Shuv eno hozer umakriv hashear sheharesh yer otan. He, he does not have to bring um, the rest of the animals. He does not bring the rest of the animals because he clearly left them out um, not to be brought. And once he brought one animal uh, for the Korban Chagiga, he fulfilled his obligation. And if he uh, did not stop bringing them on his own, rather uh, the day... Uh, was coming to a close and the day was ending and he wouldn't be able to offer all of them he can bring whatever is left um, on the following day the olat re'iya um, can only come from ordinary funds um, as opposed to hekdesh funds the olat re'iya cannot, be, cannot come from hekdesh funds it must be brought from hulin as with other korbanot that an individual is obligated to bring. However, the shalme hayiga can come from monies that um, monies of maaser sheni that were mixed with monies of hulin. As a reminder, maaser sheni is ten percent of an individual's produce. After taking uh, terumot, the other the, the other terumot and maserot, maaser sheni is brought on years number one, two, four, and five. Maaser ani is brought on years three and six. And maaser sheni, um, can, the the produce of maaser sheni um, are ta- brought um, brought to Yerushalayim with the owners, eaten in tahora. Um, they can also be redeemed. Um, they can also be redeemed for money, um, and, and a person has to use that money in Yerushalayim to buy fruits or, or an animal uh, f- to be for, for him to eat. So, um, uh, so Shalmei Hagiga uh, can come from monies of Maaser Shini that were mixed with regular ordinary funds. Hagiga. A person... Um, Per, the, and the way this is done is that a person buys an animal from these mixed funds and he 
‫והוא מן התערות דהמה ומקריבה שמה חיה, ‫והוא שיש שיעור אכילה ראשונה מן החולין, ‫that a person buys an animal from the mixed funds, ‫and the minimum measure that a person must eat ‫from this שלמים has to have been, ‫could have been purchased with, um, with the regular non-hikdash funds. ‫מפני ששלמה חגיגה חובה, ‫וכל שהוא חובה אינו בא אלא מן... Because Shalmei Chayiga is obligatory and any obligation um, must come from Hulin funds, as we mentioned before. An individual can fulfill his obligation of the Shalmei Chayiga through by using an animal that was designated as Ma'asir, designated as a tithe offering, and also as another reminder. Ma'asar behema is 10% um, of the animals that are born for an, for, for an, an individual every year. Um, that if the animal is, uh, doesn't have a mum, it is hikdish, and it must be brought um, as, um, in, in the Beit HaMikdash as a korban, and the owner can eat it. However, if it has a mum, it is considered hulin, and the, uh, the owner can eat it without bringing it um, as a korban. So a person can bring uh, his shalmei chayiga from ma'asir ma'asar behema. Then mevi'in oto beyom tov gezera shema ye'asir beyom tov. But the ma'asar uh, behema is not cannot be brought as a shalmei chayiga on um, on yom tov because he may come to tithe it on yom tov. And the way that they would do um, they they would mark. Um, animals that should be taken as a tithe, as ma'asir, is that they would mark it with, with this red paint, which would be forbidden on Yom Tov. Uh, any, an, an individual can um, fulfill their obligation of Shalmei Simcha through Nedarim, uh, which are korbanot that are attached to a, to a vow, um, through a voluntary korban and through a tithe offering. Ve'akohanim, in regards to kohanim, be'hatat uv'asham uv'yivchor u'chazev ashok. And kohanim can fulfill their obligation of shalmei simcha through a korban hatat, a korban asham, a bechor, um, the breast and the foreleg of an anim- of, of, of animals that are brought because the kohanim can eat this meat. Only Kohanim obviously can eat this meat. As the mitzvah um, of the Shalmei Simcha is to celebrate and to eat, um, the, eat and to eat meat in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, obviously in the Beit HaMikdash, and these individuals have the ability to eat this type of meat. Again, Israel can bring his Shalmei Simcha from Nedarim and Davod and Ma'asir Behema, and Kohanim can bring um, there shall miss him half from Yahatat Asham Bechor and Hazer and Shok. Aval Enios in Yedehovatan, Lo Beofot, Velo Bimnahot, Sheenam Basar, Hamesameh. And a person cannot fulfill their obligation of Shalmesimha um, by eating a bird or by eating a Minha offering, as they are not meat that brings. Uh, that brings simha, they're not celebratory, they're not meat that brings joy. We mentioned in the last peric of Hilchot Korban Pesach that 
the Hagiga on the 14th of Nisan is optional. Lefikach, therefore, in Adam Hagiga. An individual does not fulfill his obligation um, from the Hagiga with it. Aval Simcha. However, he does fulfill um, his obligation through it. If he decides to bring it. Somebody who had a korban shalamim uh, attached to a neder or a nedava, a vow or a voluntary offering, and he slaughtered them on the eve of Yom Tov, even if he ate them on Yom Tov, he does not fulfill his obligation of the korban hagiyah, because as we mentioned, the hagiyah can only be brought from ordinary hulin funds. And if obviously he brought his shalamim from a neder or a nedava, these are not hulin ordinary funds, rather they are, of course, hikdesh. However, an individual may fulfill his obligation um, if he brings a shalamim of a neder or a nedava, um, fulfills the obligation of the uh, even if a uh, if they were slaughtered prior to the regel um, if he slaughtered the, uh, the if he slaughtered them before the regel since he ate the shalme simha on the regel he fulfilled his obligation because the um, the a person does not have to slaughter the Shalme Simcha on the Regal to fulfill his obligation. He only has to eat the Shalme Simcha on the Regal. Somebody who didn't bring a, a Mechila. An individual may not bring a Korban Toda on the 14th of Nisan. A Korban Toda is a special type of Korban Shalamim that is brought as a Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving Korban. Um, the way this korban would be brought with, would be with 40 loaves of bread. 30 of these loaves would be masot. 10 of these lo- loaves would be, would be real bread, would be hametz. So a person may not bring a korban toda, of course, on the 14th of Nisan because of the hametz that it has in it. Because we do not um, bring... Rather, we do not cause kadashim, uh, sacred foods, um, to become invalid. And, and we don't cause korbanot to become, obviously, um, pasul. And our concern here is that a person can't obviously do this because um, even if he brings the uh, toda early in the morning on the 14th of Nisan, because we're worried that a person won't um, won't finish eating all of the hames um, until the end um, until the end of the point which he is allowed to on on uh, on the day before Pesach, because a person, as we mentioned in Hilchot Hames Umasa, has the obligation to burn and destroy all of his hames on the fourteenth of Nisan prior to Hasot, and we're worried that a person uh, who's bringing a korban toda won't um, won't um, won't do that. And um, and he will have um, hametz in his possession that will call and this will cause um, his kadashim his sacred foods to become invalid pasul But if um, he does bring a korban toda 
um, on the 14th of Nisan, um, he does fulfill his obligation through it for um, the Shalmei Simcha. However, he cannot eat it um, with Hametz. Halacha Yod Dalet. Somebody who says, I take upon myself to bring a korban toda, through which I will fulfill my obligation of bringing a korban toda must uh, this per- person who does this must bring a korban toda. He and he does not he is obligated to bring a korban toda, but he does not fulfill his obligation through it. Um, of the Qurban Hayyash. And as we mentioned, the reason for this is because um, the Qurban Hayyash can only come from ordinary funds, cannot come from funds that are saints, that are consecrated uh, to be brought to the Beit HaMikdash, which is essentially what he does when he do- makes this um, neder. When a person slaughters the Shalmei Hayyash and the Shalmei Simcha, lo ye ochel hu uvanav ve'ishto bilvad, he should not imagine that um, that if he eats the Shalmei uh, Hayya and the Shalmei Simha just by himself with his children and his wife alone, that he is fulfilling the mitzvah in the best way. Rather, Rather, an individual is obligated to celebrate with and, and to make the Aniyim uh, the poor people and the destitute happy and celebrate with the, with with him and his family. As the Torah says, we must celebrate with the Levi, the Ger, the convert, the orphan, and the widow. Uh, a person must give all of these people food and drink to the best of his ability and to the best of his means. And somebody who eats his uh, his korbanot and did not and does not um, bring um, the, the destitute and the poor and the mis- misfortune into his home to celebrate with him, Alav Neemar the Navi Hoshea says about this person, their korbanot are like bread of mourner, mourners, and it's tameh, and it's not, um, it's, it's totally impure. Anybody who eats from this bread is also impure, as their bread is only for themselves, and, 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 and only to satiate their own needs, and is, not, um, and is not seeing the broader picture of what we're trying to accomplish with everybody celebrating um, the Shalosh Regalim together. is supposed to create a beautiful environment of, of of unity, of nationhood, um, and, and people who only slaughter the korbanot and eat it um, amongst themselves and their families, and do not take um, take other people, especially those who are um, who don't have other, who don't have means into their home, um, are are totally missing the point of of celebrating the hug from from the perspective of from the perspective of halacha. And there's a special uh, mitzvah of giving to the, the Levi, and this, this supersedes um, the other individuals. As the Levim don't, uh, don't have a portion, or, and they don't have an inheritance in the land of Eretz Yisrael, 
and they don't they also don't receive gifts of meat like the Kohanim would receive. Therefore, an individual must invite Leviim to his table um, in, in order for them to also celebrate the, the, the holiday. Or he must also give them um, presents and gifts of meat um, in addition to the gifts um, that, they, that they need to receive as well, namely the Ma'asir Rishon. So that they can, um, so that their needs are met. And anyone who leaves and abandons the Levi um, from celebrating, celebrating with him and his family, um, the regel. And anyone who delays from giving the Levim their tithes on the on the regalim, over violates a mitzvah lotaase, a negative prescription. Shinne emar as the Torah states, Hishamir lecha penta azov et halivi. The Torah states, Beware lest you abandon the levi. Baruch Adonai leolam. Amen ve amen.